Welcome to the Gate 7 International Podcast, your official English source for all things Olympiacos FC and Greek football. The first day of training is when I realized, oh, this is why they win the league every year. When I, I spoke with Kevin, if I'm going to sign or no for Olympiacos, I say, you're a pretty good deal, like my friend. I can't speak, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's up, guys? Adi here, solo show tonight, unless one of my co-hosts gets the orexy, the appetite to come and join me tonight. We'll see how it goes. Unfortunate, unfortunate loss. Olibiakos loses to Aris Thessaloniki 2-1, which then sparks off a whole chain reaction of things. Uh, sacking of Corberan, you name it. We're going to get into it tonight. You guys, me, I'm going to drop a link. I'm going to open the lines up. If you guys have something you want to say, you guys can say it. I'm going to open the lines up for you. So here we go, boys and girls. Link has been dropped here. Check it out. And if you guys want to jump up and join me, if you're feeling bold enough, please air out. There's a lot of stuff to get through tonight. A lot of stuff. I know a lot of you guys are upset. Some of you are happy at least that the club is doing something. Some of you uh, may not be so happy with regards at least to the the change of the coach so fast. We're going to get into all of it, though. Uh, just a couple of quick things that we want to get through first. Uh, first and foremost, guys, if you haven't done so already, don't forget to like and subscribe. Uh, we keep growing. Uh, we hit 4,000 followers on Instagram in just this past week. Huge. We're growing all over the place. The, the channel continues to grow. This community, this family continues to get bigger and bigger. So let's keep doing it. Like, subscribe, comment, ring the bell if you want notification. All the all the next content will come to you guys. We're trying to level up here more and more. And the bigger we get, the more we can do so. Uh, for the betting guys that are out there, betus.com.pa. Don't forget, Gate7 International is the promo code. So check us out there. Maybe we can help you win some money. Something positive should be able to come out of this at the very least if the club isn't going to win. And lastly, guys, if you haven't seen it already, the Cedric Bakambu deep dive is available. I recorded it uh, last night. It's been available all day today. Samaseko will be next. Uh, the data has been done for that. I have some film to watch. I was hoping I'd get all of that done tonight, including the recording. We'll see if I have the appetite. We'll see if, if, uh, if I can do it. I'm not really in much of a mood right now still a little bit sour after that game so but check it out check out the bakambu deep dive it's kind of weird uh you know of course the deep dive was in the context of maybe what Gorbaran would want and he's not here anymore but hopefully there's still some good stuff for you uh good to see guys i dropped the link and people are already jumping in people are already ready to say stuff so you know what let's get the housekeeping out of the way you guys know what's happening Gorbaran is out libyakos lost Gorbaran is out we told you on the show that we didn't think he'd stay. Not that we wanted him to leave, but if he lost to Aris after losing the game, no matter what fashion it was in, the guy was out. We saw that happening, and there you go. It's happened. I have my phone here, guys, so any updates I get from our sources, any updates I get from anybody, 
about anything. I will tell you live as I get the information. But let's go ahead and get started. Let's just get some. Let's the chat is chat is going nuts already, and I've already got people uh, sitting here waiting to chat. Guys, again, hit the link if you want to say something. Come on here. I'm going to bring the first guest on here. How are you doing, my friend? How you doing? Nice to see you, Ari. Uh, nice to see you too. For those that uh, maybe haven't seen you yet, or maybe this is one of their first shows, tell us who you are and where you're calling in from. Uh, my name is Vitas. I'm coming in from London, uh, UK. Longtime fan. Um, I'm glad in a way Costa and Lambro on on tonight because I want to kill myself because <laughs> I watched <laughs> I watched the episode before and I was just so depressed. Um, but now uh, Corbaran is out. I'm actually. I've had an hour to get over the game, and I think there's a silver lining here, and okay. I think we can move forward now. Um, okay, well, go he ahead. Was the wrong coach. He, he was the wrong coach at the wrong time. It was a gamble. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted him to, to do well. Uh, mm-hmm. As Lambro said as well, we all wanted him to do well, but he wasn't the right choice, and he's gone. And I think now we can move forward. And uh, there's some great coaches out there. I mean, for me, the obvious one is Michelle. Bring him back. Uh, Bielsa. I don't, I don't know how he hasn't come to Greece yet um, for the national team or for a team like Olympia because I love Bielsa. But everyone's saying Laurent Blanc. So if it's him, okay. Um, as long as we don't have Oleg at left back ever again, um, I'll be happy. Um, oh, don't I, get don't get me started. Don't get, I, I was I, actually on a delay watching the game. I I started watching the game uh, about an hour after kickoff actually started, so I was behind everybody else. Uh, we'll we'll get into the actual post match stuff as well. Yeah. But the 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 thing here, Corberan is out. You already touched on it a little bit. You touched on uh, some of the names that have already come up even before we had heard. Uh, Laurent Blanc was really high up on the list. We also saw the the tweet from Cotsis that the pre-work has already been done, which means they have the list. That's what pre-work means to me. When I hear pre-work has been done, it just means we have the list. We know who we want. Now it's time to make the calls and see how we get people here. Yeah. So they know who they want, supposedly. Still don't have a sporting director or a technical director, whatever it is. We haven't replaced Modesto. We haven't repl- uh, replaced, at least in in name, Lina Suluku, the technocrats, as Costa always put it. So, the, I mean, a lot of lot of things. You, you, you can tell that there's it, we're completely rudderless in that department. I mean, I heard we just signed Pascalakis, yeah, uh, the pout keeper. Yes. Uh, what the fuck. <laughs> a lot of names coming in. We need a lot of names out. There's ten guys on it's, loan right now. It's still, still in players, and it's just so mad. I mean, it's just going to be an exodus. I, I just don't know how. I, I just don't know. There's not enough room at Rentis to, to train all these guys now. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> are there enough lockers? For them no, all? <laughs> <laughs> there's not. I've been there. It's not. It's not that big that, that facility, and um, I just think like. Maybe I'm I'm going crazy, but it's a bit like a nightmare. Like if, just bear with me on this, Ali. Right? If um, Avengers Endgame was real, and Thanos came down to this planet, and he killed half of everyone, and after a year we got back to normality and Olympiakos started up again, I reckon Oleg would still be left back. 
somehow. <laughs> he would have survived. And he, and the other one is Tavelas. He would still be centre-back for the national team. That guy just doesn't go away. Like, those two, but Oleg, I mean, Corboran, you know, what happened with Kutris? Is he even injured? Like, I, I don't know why Kutris, he, he looked good. Is he carrying an injury? I, I don't know how this guy keeps... And it's not his fault we lost, like, today. You, you know, he, he tried very hard. He played well today. Actually, wasn't too bad. But I, I just think in the modern game, all 11 players have to be on it. They have to be the best possible. We have two different CBs every game. I'm tired of that. I remember Bar and Cissé looked good for a period years ago, just the two of them. And they had a few games to go. Yeah, I just... Pick two and give them three, four games together, whoever it is, the new coach, if you're listening. If anyone in Olympiacos is listening, there's no technical director, Marinakis, I don't know who's listening. Bielsa, Laurent Blanc, uh, Michel, all good. Um, but get a technical director in, a ASAP. Fethanos yeah. has a, a response to you here. If Thanos killed half the population, we'd still have 25 yeah. players at the club. 100%. And Oleg would still be left back. And, and he would still be left back. Yep. And we'll still have all those CBs on rotation. Socrates, man, they would all survive too. Um, but I think it's good. Like in, in a way, it's a horrible, it was a horrible night. I, I was watching it on a Polish stream. And it's always worse watching Olympiakos lose when there's like foreign language going on. It's like more painful listening to the Polish describe. Like, you know, it, it's just really disjointed. And, but, if I think about it now, the game's over, new coach coming in. I don't know how we're going to get rid of all these players. Um, I just don't know the logistics of getting rid of that many players. I can imagine a lot of players just hanging on and not refusing to leave, you know, and just staying in the club somehow. But new coach, new philosophy, just stick with an 11 or, you know, a cool group of players for a few games um, just so they can get used to each other because there's constant rotation. Um Huang was amazing in the midfield. That's a positive. Um, you know, I'd even push him further up. He, he's he's a very good player. Um, he's one to keep. He, he's he's like one of the another silver lining of this whole debacle is um, in, in Bong Huang. He's, he's brilliant, in my yeah, opinion. He really is. Yeah. And, and uh, uh, let's bring. Uh, uh, looks like Costa is here. Costa coming in and joining us last minute. Costa, how you doing, buddy? Brilliant, yeah, fantastic weekend. <laughs> Costa, don't depress me. Yet, Do you know what, mate? Do you know what? I I went to I went to Athens yesterday morning. I went to a wedding and I came back to Brussels this morning. So like, I've had a hell of a like a whirlwind trip, and I'm back and uh, put my kids to bed relatively early, get them ready for school tomorrow, and and I was like, all right, I want to sit down at seven o'clock and I want to watch the game. No. And do you know what? I was just thinking about it. It's funny, right? At half time, everyone's talking about the no look, one touch pass from Inbom into Masuras and how beautiful that goal was. Yep. And generally in the first half, like they didn't really do much. Neither did we, but you saw some you saw some like nice touches from from Hammers. Uh, just like the quality every time he got on the ball, like he's just pinging the ball around the pitch like for fun. Um, and you saw some things, and then you go into you go into the second half and you're like, all right, close the game now. Basketball term. And 
and they just did what they've been doing for the last for the last year or long longer than a year just they don't finish they don't finish them but they don't go looking for the second goal we didn't do that we were always kind of on the back foot like waiting for a transition counter which never really came i think the only clear opportunity we had was that rodriguez shot which he scuffed into the ground beyond that we didn't have anything and then of course like i mean the equalizer is an absolute calamity an absolute catastrophe don't know what the keeper's doing he's in no man's land Oleg's like he's got two meters on Mancini and Mancini's gotten two meters ahead of him somehow um, and and generally I mean it all just fell apart so so quickly like house of cards and to kind of rub salt into the injury Philip Zinkenagel gets a brace in um in the, in the Belgian derby today standard liege versus versus club bruges who's top of their league, um top of their group in the champions league so in general yeah i'm sorry to monologue but since since i'm on this track of thought it's uh, you know as we tweeted out earlier this club has just defied logic for for too long and when you defy all footballing logic football comes back to bite you in the ass and that's exactly what it's done um i think the zinkenagel example is a good one we never saw the guy playing his position but i mean that's the least of our the least of our worries but that's that's just one example i yeah. can't believe that this team that nobody can see that there's a problem in defense there's a problem with the keeper, but there's you know it's not like the defense is is on it, and we've got a team with more tens than I can count. Should we try and count them? Fortunis, James, Pepiel, uh, Agibu Camara can play there. Helping uh, out now. Who else can play there? Valbuena. 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 Got five there. Zinconado, who's and, gone. Well, don't forget who's coming in the winter. Another ten. Scarpa. Scarpa. Yeah. Six tens on this team. <laughs> Seven. So one's gone, the one's coming in. But uh, and just just got the hell out of there. I I thinking about it now, listening to you, I, he must have sensed he was quite wise. I it know, but he's just like, I'm getting out. It's not just I mean, that. I mean, think about it. Think about it from his perspective, right? You come in under a different coach. And you're probably given all these promises. Then all of a sudden, you're not on the European list. Would you stay? You're you're fighting for World Cup spot. Do you stay? I mean, Christ knows what he saw back there. But I think it was enough yeah. for him to ask. If you you read the articles, right? He asked. Yes. But yeah, and he got out. And um, yeah, the one staying as well. I mean, the, the squad's so bloated. I, I don't even know the logistics cost of getting rid of half of them. I don't even know how. At this point, because they put, I, you know, a lot of them they won't want to go, right? And they'll just say, "No, I'm okay. I'll stay. I'll just train by myself." You know, a lot of footballers do that. They just, like, yeah, they get their money and then, and then that's it. Train no, no, it, yeah. At at this point in the season, there's not there's not much you can do. You would have to you have to prorate the contract to pay them out to get them out, right? Or you just sit on them and wait till winter, and then hopefully you can pawn them off in the winter. But in this case, do you? We can't sell anybody. We 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 have we've sold one player. Tequino. The rest have been loans. Semedo. Ten players. Oh, Semedo. Sorry. Yes, you're right. <laughs> everyone <Two> forgets. <laughs> yeah, everyone forgets Semedo. That was... He hasn't played for so long. Exactly. And, but even Semedo took 
uh, a loan spell the first, loan spell and then we had to sell him. But everyone's been loans. We have 10 loans right now, guys. There's 10 loans, and we still have a roster – that's that we're probably we're probably pl- paying close to 35 maybe close to 40 million in wages right now not including it's the, the most, loads. It, it's the most expensive Olympiago squad ever and that, and last year was the same thing last year was also like we've broken two milestones two years in a row with how much money we've spent on wages and now i just want to know who's making the decisions now because pascalakis yeah i hate that guy is I'm not official? doing a deep dive on him. That People have already coming. asked me. I'm he's very refused. He's coming. Just just check out. Um, oh, yeah. Type his name in Google. He's coming. It seems he's yeah. coming. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, some people were saying during the week that he's already at training and they're trying to hide it under the rug. But I, I don't know. But why? We, uh, we, because, I mean, a, they, this, this academy. was a... He's a Libyakos Academy product. I mean, that was when he was like 14, 15. It history. still counts. I mean, it doesn't matter. It still counts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's had the Goonies Superman thing. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I don't want that Before guy. the wings on his We've got a good second keeper. You know, I, I, I just I just want to know who's making this. I just think it's Marinakis. A part of it is just like, yeah, get get them in. You know, someone's suggesting names. He's like, bring them all in. You know, but there's no, there's clearly no structure now. That's what's interesting. No structure at all. People still coming in. Um... I think uh, what Lambros said the other day was correct. Like, Corbyn out of his depth. Yeah, hugely. Um, I mean, what, what the hell was he thinking? Some of the subs in the last few games were a bit were weird, man. Well, like the choices even in the European list. I mean, Abu Bakar Kamara in the list, Zinkanago out. Abu Bakar Kamara not even in the in the squad today. Uh, Agibu Kamara bought on as a sub out of nowhere. Like he's out of the European list, he's been out of the squads, and then all of a sudden he comes on for James Rodriguez today. And he's like, uh, okay. okay, yeah, no, clearly out of his depth. So like, whether he's a good manager or not, like remains to be seen. Like, I mean, in five, ten years, we might turn around. Like, Quadrado might be a top manager. I don't know. Maybe, but but in this current situation, to come into what he came into. Um, what, one of the questions that I have today really is like, who hired him? I think I know who hired him, but I'm not going to name the name. But for me, for me, somebody, someone from the board needs to come out and talk. Say something. Say something. Like you can't just like announce the manager tomorrow or the day after and be like, yeah, you know, bring Karibé out and Karibé is going to present him and do all of that. It's like, nah, this is... This is bordering like worse than best Nick Hussey season right now. It's worse. I, no, I'm so, yeah. no Costa. It's worse. It is. Yeah. It, it's worse. Let's let's just look at it on paper, okay? I I was hesitating to say it was worse than best Nick Hussey for a few reasons, mm-hmm. but I have and we're I'm gonna put uh, we'll, we will put the stats out for you guys so you can see. I have never in my life as an Olympiacos fan witnessed Olympiacos in any European competition, Champions League or otherwise, as the worst in multiple categories of statistics. We are the worst in almost everything. Goals conceded, uh, XG, XG created, goals. We're the worst. I'm looking here, and this is all the teams competing in Europa League. Omonia generates more goal threat than we do. Um, Let that sink in. Omonia generates more goal threat than Olympiacos does. This is worse. Even under Beznikazi, we weren't the worst team in Europe in Champions League. We weren't. 
it's weird to say because we all remember how garbage that football was, but we were never the worst in every category. We were just subpar. Unfortunately, right now the way things are, that we we are. And look and look how it's hap- look how it's affecting us in Greece. If if this wasn't an issue in Greece, like if we were still doing well in Greece, doing decently well, we would probably ignore the European disaster. But it's also now affecting us in Greece. Look how far we're already behind Panathinaikos. We're five games into the season. It's not just that. We're actually helping teams that are also disjointed find form. I, I, I watched the last two Aris games. They're all over the place. They, they got beaten that three past them from Volos. Um, you know, new manager, first game, Alan Pardew. I mean, he's a disaster. Um, and uh, like every time they got a free kick, I thought they were going to score. I just felt I saw season. Anytime anybody gets a free kick, you think yeah, you just think they're going to score on us. Every time a team gets a free kick, just outside the box on the right or left, I always think they're going to score. You know, because we always have a new centre back pairing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, look, I don't know what to say. I mean, all I can say is, I, I mean, we can, we can, from the, gr- not even ground up, top down, there are issues all over the place. From the fact that we had one of the biggest backroom shakeups over the summer, but then we never actually refilled those positions. We, we, we lost half our backroom staff in terms of like the, the, the higher seated positions. What's interesting is we're so obviously rudderless as well. It, it, you don't need to be an Olympiakos fan to see it. It's not like it's hidden. Like, oh, there's a lot going on behind the scenes. You wouldn't. It looks like chaos. The team, everything coming out, the announcements. Oh, we signed Pascalakis. I just, it, you know, it, it, it just everything about it is chaotic. I think this is the yeah. most chaotic I've seen in the club, and I've been watching for about 20, 25 years. Um, this is the time I've seen that there's that it's just floating down towards a waterfall, no control. Uh, you know, but I think there is hope. I think if we get a good coach, a big name, um, Bielsa, someone like uh, Laurent Blanc, he, he was a PSG, etc. I, I don't count the Middle East adventure. Um, maybe a big name settles the club a bit because he'll be allowed to make more mistakes than Corbaran. You know, if he loses a game or two, he's going to be allowed to be given that grace period. And he can start, if he's got a brain between his ears, he can start working out the best centre-back pairing and stop that horrible thing that Martin started in rotating our CBs. Because that's a disease that Martin started, I think. Uh, He just kept juggling them around the CBs. And I I just really think that was destructive. And Corbyn was doing the same. We can pick two CBs, get rid of Oleg, We've already got a very good foundation. We've got a lot of good players, but they're completely disjointed at the moment. Yeah. But just just on that point, I did a poll on on Twitter the other day, and I asked people to tell me what's our best centre back pairing, in your opinion. If you go back and look at that, and look at the answers that people gave, it's insane. Because you're right to point out Martin's changing chopping and changing the center back pairing last season when did that start that started when ruben Samedo went out of the team because there's no leader there so Gladys can't do it anymore sorry 
truth hurts. Manolas can can't. I thought he was. I thought he was all right today. Actually, to be fair, I actually thought he was all right. But okay. he's not. He's not going to be. I don't think he can lead. You can't lead when you play one game and then you're injured for three. Do you know what I mean? Like I think with, then, when sorry, just to come in, have you noticed about you're talking about the two CBs and we've got Manalas who should in theory be a leader. Did you see him today? Now he played fairly solid. You're right, but yeah. he didn't look motivated. He he's got that look. It, it, it's like he's always had that. He's always had that look though. Uh, but it's like he doesn't want to. He's unsettled. I'm getting a big. I was his biggest fan. You know, we we sold him. I was, you know, I I I thought he was the best centre back in Greece for years. Um, but he looks agitated to me. I know he's always got that face, but who wouldn't be? Who wouldn't be in the current situation at the club? I think that's just like very representative of what's going on right in the club right now. But the other, <laughs> excuse me, the other thing is now the media are all clocking about Laurent Blanc. Um, Rafa Benitez, I just read now on Gazetta. Um, honestly, if you're one of those managers, or if you're a serious manager, having a conversation with Olympiacos, the first thing everyone says is, what am I going to do with 50 players? And and the other thing is, if they're clever, they're going to put a nice, uh, a nice clause on their contracts. So if you fire me, you pay me my full contract plus whatever. Mm. Now I see it. notifications coming on my iPad now. Uh, Lohan Blanc is the the main target. Yep. But honestly, like if if the board doesn't take a decision to say, all right, Andruto, fuck off, Gutris, fuck off, players that aren't, just clear out, just just get rid of them. Like they they can sign somewhere as a free agent, Vrusai. Whoever, I'm sorry, I'm naming names, but like, the, when are these guys ever going to play? Like, I don't understand these players that just like you know. You ask Thanasis Sandrutos to tell you what are the highlights of his career. It's like, oh, I'm a player that uh, was in Olympiacos's Champions League squad every year because uh, because we made up numbers and they need academy players on the list. So, like, is that the highlight of your career? Like, do you have no ambition as a professional footballer at age 24, 25? God knows how old he is now. So like, do you not have any self-respect? Mm. I'm, I'm probably, I'm probably being a bit too harsh, but I think you're right. I, I said it's going to be a lot of players who are just not going to leave Costa. They, they need to, they need to be, they need to be gone. Like, they need to be gone. So <laughs> that the manager needs to come in, and he needs to have 26, 28 players max to work with. He's got two weeks. Right? He's got two weeks when he cut. There's the, the, there's the uh, break, yeah. right? The break. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be. He's going to be many players. Let he's going to be without. He's going to be without all his internationals. He's going to be without Huang. He's going to be without all the Greeks. He's going to be without Hammers. Fair play. Let let him look at everyone. Give him a month. Put a deadline. The end of the month. Who do you want? Who and just, you know, push them out the fucking door. We got far too. It, it, you can't have a class. It's, it's like starting a new relationship with your ex living in the next room. You, you know, it, you've got all these players who are bitter. Who don't want to be there, but they they don't want to leave either. It's toxic. The environment is toxic at Olympia because it looks like it. You know, and I saw, I, I knew Lewis Palmer would score as well, right? I should have put money on it, yeah. but I, I couldn't find the angle on, on Bet365. I, I, that guy's great, Lewis Palmer. You know, and there was Peria as well from, from Pass, you know, who I think is a very good player. These players are just, 
these are the type of players that are a lot better than Vrusai, in my opinion, and players that we've hung on to for years. You know, they're they're disruptive players, you know, to, to, to defences. And we've just let the Greek market slip away as well. You know, besides bringing in all this garbage and keeping all this garbage, we, we've let players like, you know, Peria, in my opinion, should have come to us. And Lewis Palmer, after his breakout season, you know, he had clubs in Spain asking, you know, he, he decided to stay at Aris, but that player is great. You know, and we should have been looking at these players as well, you know, and making offers and stuff. I want to touch on this comment real quick uh, because I agree with you. And I think that's something that we haven't done. And uh, this comment from Tutelatut, I got Fernandez from Volos, top player. Uh, with Volos as an exception, I don't think our club will do business with Volos. There's some history there with the president of Volos as well as Marinaki. So I don't think that's going to happen. But yeah, that's something we should be doing. It's something that we used to do. And Gosos Lianos has always brought up that Olympiacos should strive to become the Bayern Munich of Greece. What does Bayern Munich do in Germany? They buy the best talent they find. They're the biggest club in Germany. They buy the best talent. We should also be doing that in Greece. From the clubs that we can do business with, you know, Banyonios is gone. Okay, yeah, we used to get a lot of talented players from there, but we should be doing the same thing. 100%. I hate when... I hate when I see players that we have, exactly like you said, garbage. When we could have bought a player in Greece or a Greek even that is that is doing the that that is doing a similar job. It's also particularly frustrating when we when we like kind of f off or loan off certain players, like Zinkernagel, for example. They weren't good enough for this team. They're going having doing well elsewhere. Gitsos isn't good enough to play left back for us or do something for us, but he's doing well with Omonia in Europa League, and they're doing better than Libyakos is. All frustrating stuff, but I agree with you guys. It's something that it's something that we should be doing. You know who's a club right now that has their stuff together? People might you not say like the this. Jonathan Agos. Jonathan Agos. They had their shit together. Last season, we, we brought up their coach, great CV. He's a good coach. They assembled pieces around him. This summer, did they have one bad transfer for them? One? They don't have 50 players, Adi. They have no. the same core they had last year and they added a few bits and pieces. They just tweet. Yeah, and yeah. the other thing with them is we've given them room to grow, just like with Aris today. They're, they're going to live off this victory. And I watched a bit of the game where Aitor scored the hat-trick yesterday. They didn't play brilliant, Panathinaikos, but they're building a head of steam, which is what happens when Olympiakos takes its foot off the gas. The other teams can start to get confident. And I think Panathinaikos now are the favourites. I, I don't think it's set in stone. I think we can still win this season. I think a lot can happen between now and winter. You know, and Panathinaikos—they're inherently shit. They're going to lose. They're going to drop points away from home. They always do. But they, to me, are the favourites now at this point. <clears throat> the league's far from over. I don't. I don't. I get annoyed when I hear all of this. Oh, Panathinaikos is seven points ahead. Who cares? Like. I said it on the last show, like, do do people want the Greek League to be competitive? Do people want it to be over in December, January every year? It's like, yeah, we're in a difficult spot. Yeah, I don't like looking at the league and seeing us on level level terms with Volos and Adromidos and below Aik. It's embarrassing. But I, I said it, like, they don't have they don't have squad depth. 
If no. they get injuries to key players, they'll have problems. And, and they'll drop points. They'll, they'll yeah. drop points all over and the our place. problem is the opposite. We can't build chemistry. We have no squad balance. We have no balance in our squad. Our squad is literally like... <sighs> yeah, the size of the squad can't be overstated enough that it's damaging us every day. And anyone who, who looks at other things... Fair enough, there's problems, coach... Um, chem but that squad size is a massive, massive factor now. And to ignore it, you know, I think a manager needs, a, we need a heavyweight manager, as um, Lambros said the other day, uh, who's given time to look at the squad and get the list and just clear out. I don't know the logistics of clearing out these players because I know a lot of them are just going to want to sit there and take their money and not, you know, and legally it's hard to get rid of them legally uh no club wants these players every club has five or six players training on their not every club but lots of clubs have five or six players training on their own uh just running down the clock uh we've got like 20 doing that um it's just unacceptable and we got rid of our technical director at the worst time um but I think there's hope. We get a good heavyweight coach. We start building. We pick two CBs. I don't care. I'd go for Bar and Cisse. Uh, Bar's all over the place, but it's a mental problem he has. There was a period where Bar and Cisse were exceptional. I don't know if you remember before we started. There was a period of games where the two of them weren't conceding any goals, Bar and Cisse, and they looked fantastic. And if, if we give them three games together try and build some sort of chemistry again and some sort of confidence because Barr is a conf you know, he makes mistakes non-stop now, but he's a confidence player. Um, and it's the same in other positions. We, 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 we leave a right back, we pick a right, even if it's Pippa for three games, uh, we leave him there for three games, let him get used to it. Um, obviously Huang in the midfield, any game he's fit. I love that guy. Um, striker. I'm not too worried about. I'm not impressed with the other Huang. Umjo, whatever his name is. Um, but there needs to be consistency in the 11. And I, I think that's massive. I don't know if the coach will realise that and he'll still muck around, but I think the CB's moving around every game. I'm so sick of it. I'm so sick of it. They don't even know if they're going to play. Um, I, I don't rate Socrates anymore. I think he's done. I, I don't think we should have signed him. Um but we just need to pick two and run with them. And whatever we say about Kutris, he's a million times better than Oleg, surely. Yeah. I, I, I mean... Oleg needs a month off, man. Yeah. It, it's, it, Oleg it's, needs it's, a month off. I think the only, said it on his the only show, redeeming right? quality of him has, has evaporated. When, when he lost that quality, now it's forget about it. It's, it's too much. I mean, what... What I want to do, though, is, I mean, we've kind of broached the subject a little bit, and we've, we've kind of gone a little over the place with different topics. Uh, I wanted to do a little bit of a thought experiment, if you guys would humor me. Um, and, and Vitas, uh, I do want to get your, your thoughts on this before, before we let you go. So we've kind of talked about there's a lot of issues backroom, a lot of issues with so many players. We need to identify coach. So you are Libiakos. You are the general director sporting director, whatever it is. We don't know what the labels actually do, but you're the, you're the guy that's kind of in charge of this. And you don't have to list names of people that you would pick, 
But what do you do? You're in this situation. Transfer transfer windows over. We have we've lost two games in Europa League. We're the worst team in Europa Europa League. We're behind in the Super League as well. There's two Champions League spots up for grab this year because of the coefficient uh, and how well we did. Uh, Greece did. Greek teams did last season. What are you doing from today? You've sacked the coach. You have your shortlist of coaches. What are you doing? First thing, as Costa said, make a statement to the fans and start bringing the fans back into the discussion. Doesn't mean the fans have to decide anything, but say, this is where we're at. It's a rebuilding year. Just get that out. So all the pressure off Europe, because I don't think we're going to make it to the Conference League. Um, pressure off on that. Concentrate on the league and the cup. Uh, that's the first point. I would get a coach like Bielsa because he's attacking. Olympiacos is an attacking club. We, we love attacking football. Bielsa is one of the best attacking coaches in the world. Bring him in and his team. Give him a month and say, after this month of being with the players, we need to cut a vast amount. We want a list get a technical director. Bielsa has a massive team anyway. He has um, statistics guys and everything. And just accept this season is going to be difficult. Even in the league, it's going to be difficult. I still think there's hope to win the league, but it's going to be tough. I think it's us and Panathinaikos. And just start a new narrative because everyone knows it's fucked. Everyone knows there's problems. It's not, you know, we just, this Pascalakis thing is like the final nail for me that that really, you know, I, I was trying to find positivity after this game and I saw we signed that guy and I was like yeah but um start a new narrative um rebuilding year everyone knows it's a rebuilding year you can say it um get a good coach I'm not convinced by Laurent Blanc I want to know what you two guys think about him because it should be discussed you saying what you think of him I would go for a Bielsa I always love Michelle uh, I don't think he should have been sacked when he was we were top of the league I know he wasn't doing that well at that point but I don't think he should have been sacked, but that's what I would do. And again, Oleg out. I, I, I just can't stand him. I just don't. It's just bad news. I'm happy to have Gutris. Uh, I, I just don't know why he's still here. I don't even think he's good enough for Levadiakos or something like that. I just don't want him in the team anymore. And that's it. Now, really quick question, a, a specific question I'm going to ask you. Um, so... You, you, you did give us like your timeline of things that you do, but would you bring, so you said Bielsa and his team, would you be looking for a sporting director that he has worked with or somebody that he likes, or are you looking for a sporting director first, then a Bielsa? I, a I, well, now you said it, I mean, I don't know what you guys didn't work, but there's a lot of negotiation uh, and a lot of jobs. Uh, I would ask Bielsa what he thinks. Mm-hmm. He can recommend a technical director. I don't think the technical director is too much of the, first issue to be honest because we've got so many players now um it's going to be about getting rid of players not bringing players in so bielsa first technical director second ask bielsa he, he's 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 connected this guy he, he knows tons of people he's made a lot of friends in football uh, he comes with a whole network bielsa i followed his career um i don't think we're going to go for him i don't know how he hasn't come to greece I, he should have come for the national team but the epo is corrupt and stupid and uh, but uh, he's always been interested by Greece, and he 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 would be great in my opinion. Technical director second, and take it from there. And the hardest thing of all this isn't any of that. The hardest thing is getting rid of those players because they have uh, rock solid contracts. They don't have to sign for anyone. 
um, that's going to be difficult because as long as they're there, it's it's like a rust. It's like an infected wound. I really think it's serious having that many players there in a team. It's nuts. Just looking at the Wikipedia page of how many players, like just it's the most unnatural size box. Um, but yeah, that's going to be the hard bit. Coach, technical director, and try and get rid of as many players as you can. Vitas, thank you so much. I think that was a great answer that you gave. Thank you so much for joining us again. And I look forward to seeing you uh, on future shows as well. Take care, guys. Ciao, ciao. Thank you. So, Costa, you heard Vitas, uh, his very elaborate plan, if he was the guy in charge. Would you do anything different? If you're the guy right now faced with this situation, you've just sacked the coach, you've got your short list, what are you doing? It's not. It's difficult to put me in the shoes of the people running the club because there's a difference between, I think, what what they'll be thinking of doing and what they'll think about, yeah, what they do and what I think they should do. There's a difference. So, for me right now, okay, do we agree we've reached rock bottom? Let's say, let's say we agree we've reached rock bottom. Yeah, then. I would appreciate them to come clean. I want, I said it earlier, I want somebody to come out and talk and tell us what's happened. Tell us, tell us where, where was the announcement about Vasilis Torosivis leaving the club? Like, not, not a thank you. The guy was a legend as a player. He didn't make it as staff. Like, why was there no announcement? Is it, an, is it, is it embarrassing? No, it's, it's football. Shit happens. Didn't work out. Make a statement and say, Olympiacos and Vasilis Torosivis terminate their arrangement. He becomes a scout in Xanthi or whatever. Why didn't we do that? Why are there hundreds of thousands of Olympiacos fans still asking what's going on with the technical director? Or, you know, what's the difference between our version of a sporting director and a technical director? Like, nobody knows. So, did did Karebe have any involvement in the in the Corberan signing? Was it? Was, I mean, okay, some some things we'll never learn, but 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 mate, I, I look at the situation right now, and at least I want somebody to come out to the public and say something, say something, and I I look at all these names and rumours that are popping up in the chat about. Stankovic and Cambiasso being a sporting director, technical director, uh, Rafa Benitez, Laurent Blanc. <sighs> Even these managers, like, can they deal with this? Do they want to deal with this situation? You're really going to have to go into pocket to attract anyone. Um, do I think Olympiacos is going to end up with an Ariely Bagasa kind of solution or an interim? I don't know. I don't think Olympiacos isn't that kind of club. But again, like, if it's an interim situation and they need to come out and say it, but, but, they, but they won't because Olympiacos has to, has to win the title. Like, that that's who we are. We will never accept defeat. 
So the objective and the goal will always be go and win the league. And in that sense, they'll go out and they'll try and find... I do think they'll try and find the best manager available now. I just think, like, with the Corberan signing, I mean, <coughs> looking back, looking back when we talked about it, when he when he came in, we we were somewhat excited by the potential. I just think at the time, we didn't realise just... But we didn't know because it was still transfer season. We thought players are going to go out, players are going to come in. We didn't. We didn't know that we're going to end up post September with a squad still bloated, still forty plus players. I don't know, man. I, I, honestly, it's a shit answer to the question. What would you do as as Olympiacos? I'm struggling. I'm really struggling, uh, it, and, and I'm happy that it's not my decision. Uh, yeah, I'm happy it's not my decision. But again, to attract a good manager that's going to come in and turn things around, you're going to have to put your your money where your mouth is. Um, and to answer the question differently, I'll say this thing: Olympiacos need a manager with with experience. Somebody that has experience of winning titles, somebody that has authority, somebody that can inspire. Yeah, so experience, authority, inspiration, and ultimately someone that can manage. Somebody that can manage characters, business management, mate. That's the yeah. kind of profile that Olympiacos needs. I don't. I, I even heard that there's a chance we'll go back to Billich. I'm not sure. Like, I didn't say authoritarian because I'm not sure authoritarian is what the team... I don't think the team will respond well to that because the morale is just... It's, it's bad. It's, you know, it's so bad that if you get somebody in there that's going to hammer them more, I don't know what good it will do. So that's my answer to that question, I guess. And then what would you do? What kind of profile would you bring? Say, that's the profile. I'll say it again. Um, forget ambitious, you need uh, experience, you need authority, you need inspiration, and you need management ability. Those are the four things you're looking for in a manager to bring into Olympiacos right now. Look, before before I go and bring on the next guest that's in the waiting room, I'll tell you what I would do. And first, we don't know, we, we, we know that Things in the back room are different. Uh, there's a lot of issues that are going on right now. We we never got the sporting director. We never got is Torosidi still around? Who knows? We never replaced Modesto. Who knows? Vita said he would start coach first, and I think at this point in the game, I think he's right. First thing I'm doing is aside from saying something, the fans like, look, we messed up. We got this wrong. Held Martins too long. Should have gotten rid of him earlier. We didn't. We the coach that we hired, we put him out of a de his depth. He was doomed to fail. Boom, done. Taking the onus on that. Now this is a project we're trying to salvage the season. The next thing I'm looking for, not necessarily an authoritarian, because I agree with you on that, but I am looking for a motivator. I'm also consulting a sports psychologist. I'm going to be honest, or a sports whatever they call them, because. From what it from what we know 
from from Lombro and Martial's time uh, on the field, getting getting an idea of what's kind of uh, a sense of what's been going on from what we've been seeing hearing there. We we know the locker room's not good, and somehow it's probably gotten worse. The situation is worse. So first thing we have to find out is how do we motivate some of these guys? We tried to bring leaders in. We tried to bring in attitudes, uh, guys that that are supposed to be big locker room presence, and it haven't been working. Mentality is poor. We're conceding late in games, 90th minute, second half after leading. Horrible. I am consulting a sports psychologist. It's one of the first things I'm doing, figuring out how to get change the mentality of things. Then I'm consulting the coach on who I should bring in to work alongside him in the back room. After that, I'm doing, I, I laughed when Lombro first said it, but after that, I'm going full Turkish. Once the coach comes in and decides what players he does and doesn't like, I am one of the most fiscally conservative people when it comes to clubs and finances that, that you'll meet. But in this case, guys, we've already, we've already gone for broke. So at this point, you, you've got, you just double down on it. You have three years to make it up with FFP. We have to get into the Champions League. This is this is the bed we made. I'm as soon as the coach tells me what players he doesn't like, I'm cutting those contracts, paying them out prorated. It puts us a little bit more in the hole, but we don't have a choice. And then we hope that we can make it. Maybe we salvage something in the Europa League for the midterm. We make it into one of the top two spots and get into the Champions League qualifications for the summer. And then we go from there. But at this point, we have to start thinking, for me at least, it's we have to figure out how we can salvage the season by the midpoint. Europa League, you know what? We probably won't even make Conference League the way it is. That's fine. But we have to find a way to at least get into the top two spots or compete for the, for the title. And that's how I'm thinking. I'm cutting those contracts for those people, getting them out. That's, that's how you have to do it. How are you otherwise going to salvage this season. Let all these people sit on their contracts? Continue and continue to fill the locker room with negative energy? Are you going to tell them? Are you going to tell them to train on their own, the guys that the coach doesn't like? You think these players won't speak to other players about it? That's that's me personally. And I hate, I hate that I'm saying that because for me, doing what Lombro said, going full Turkish, as it were, is one of the worst things I think a club can do. But at, at this stage in the game, we put our this is we pigeonhole ourselves into this. Do you think I sound crazy? No, mate. No, we're, we're, we're all a bit. We're all a bit like hazed right now. I yeah. honestly, I'm I'm close to the point of just like I don't know anymore. I don't know anymore. And when and when you're in that situation, you're really like you know it's really bad. That's when you know it's really bad. When somebody asks you like, all right, what next? And it's like I really don't know. So I, I don't know how it's going to play out. I I, I wonder if the man if if they're going to try and be like super quick and like announce something tomorrow, like presumably they've been talking to people already 
and trying to line things up. I don't think, I don't think that they've sacked him today and thought, all right, now let's go and talk to people. I think they've been talking already. Just we can't get it wrong. If right. if if we if we want to do what you're saying, like which is what everyone wants, like to win the league at the end of the season and build something, then we can't we can't screw it up. So we could bring in somebody like I see Mitchell's name a lot. You bring somebody in like Mitchell, and then for three or four games, like he'll pick up results. Might even pick up a point in Europe. But then it will peter out. Yeah. Because he's not a foot. I mean, he, he was never a football coach. He's a psychologist. He's a psychologist who can give a boost to the players for the first few games and get, you know, in, in, inspire. But he does, he lacks the like managerial experience, like winning. Where, where else has he been a winner besides us? Never. Like his record besides us has been pretty poor. Yeah. So <laughs> we've really got to get the appointment right. Like stating the obvious. But but yeah, I'm just I'm confused as to which direction it's going to go. Well, uh, on that note, I'll bring our our next guest in, and uh, this will be probably the the last segment. I'm going to ask Fethano, what's up, buddy? For the guys that don't know you, tell us where you're calling from, uh, and yeah, I'm going to ask you the same question. I'm calling from Helsinki, Finland. Uh, not doing so great after last last week's guys, actually. So, so well, I'm going to ask you the same question I asked Vitas at Costa, and then I just answered it myself. You're you're controlling. You're controlling Libyakos right now. What do you do? What are you doing? Go ahead. Good luck, Fetano. I'm I'm peacing out at this moment in time. See you guys next time. Good night. Uh, yeah. Uh, first of all, I, I'm getting coach right immediately. So that's the first first priority. Uh, you said that you would want someone who would motivate the team. I think that takes too long. I would take someone who like makes the team fear him. Like you want an authoritarian. So you want yeah. a. A village, but, you but want that, a, that's a uh, short term option, so mm -hmm. it's it's it doesn't work for a long time. But for this season, I'm getting one, and after okay. that, when he's gone, everyone can bond and have great uh, team chemistry because they all hated him so much and talk shit about him. But uh, yeah, that that's my option. So, someone who who would make everyone fear him and lead by fear for quick, quick results. So, so then, just uh, let me ask you a question. Then, so, are you trying to salvage anything out of Europe? Or are you just trying to salvage the season in Greece? I would like to get to third place right now. So, I would try like that's why I want like immediate results. So, I would try to get at least top two in in Greece, at least top three in Europe, and watch where it goes. We are on a huge wage bill, so if we, if we if we don't like get better soon, we will will be locked out of Europe by FFP rules by next season probably. So the so then since you're going with the coach first, are you going to try and find uh, like a sporting director or a technical director that he works with, 
uh, some so that or because he's short term, you're filling that role later on. Yeah, so I, I would pick someone who like has a real idea of three to five year plan. But okay. if the coach is not in his plans, then he's not in his plans. Then the coach goes. But first, I would take results. After that, I would take future. Gotcha. So you're just at this point, you're just this is short term. You're just trying to close the season out, but you're yeah. looking for somebody to start from preseason and yeah. build from the summer. Yeah, now, now it's too late to build. Now it's only results. Like we will have one month in January and that's about it. So we have no time to build anything. We have to work with what we have, but we have a huge team. So at least some, uh, they at least have players to choose a big from and make a team out of it. So they have a, something. <laughs> okay. Um, now, what are you doing about the, the squad? So we have so many players in the squad. There's nothing we can do about them now. What, how do you, how are you handling that with the coach? Yeah, that, that's a big problem. If I take the, if I take the coach first and uh, he's not in the plans of the technical director, because if the coach uh, decides who stays and who goes, they might not be in the, in the plan. They might not be the same plans as the, the technical director has. So <laughs> there's a bit of a problem, but I, I would like, People who haven't been in the plans of like last two coaches, I would like, I would throw them away. So, Anasis, uh, Rusai, Kenny Lala, all of them take a go in my opinion. So if if they leave, they leave. I don't think anyone will care. <laughs> okay, that's fair. I think the, those are very interesting points. So you're you're basically you're focusing on just salvaging the season and then yeah. at the while the season's being salvaged you're planning for the summer yeah and and a new project begins starting from the summer yeah and if that means that all the big names go then they go <laughs> I don't really care if they go they were far where they came but if they don't show it on the field and if they're not in the in the future of the club good readers and not i think that's fair and uh do you do you have a coach in mind um uh, that you think would be author authoritarian wise somebody that you think could could do the job or and that would be willing to do it short term well someone like slavic village could take it but i don't think he wants to join like he said yeah he said it wasn't the right time yeah and i've been looking at the coaches there's there's not not many people that could be. I don't know about Dejan Stankovic. He just got fired, so he might be an option. Uh, it's uh, a very. I see chat's been arguing a little bit about the Stankovic option, so that's that's definitely something. Uh, it's an interesting one, at least. But I think uh, that every time, like uh, Marinakis visits uh, the training field, we do a bit better. So there's a correlation with uh, fear and results, at least. That's a that's a very interesting take. Well, Fetano, thank you so much for joining me, man. Uh, we're going to start closing up here. I appreciate your opinions. Thank you for uh, being another another person that was brave enough to come on the show and share his opinions with me. Uh, I hope I see you on another show. It looks yeah, like it's going to be a very long season. Yeah. Good night. Good night, buddy. 
Thank you, guys. We're going to get ready and close up here now. Uh, I'm so sorry, chat. I didn't get to so many of these of these comments. Uh, uh, we are going to uh, close it up here. We've been going on for about an hour. Uh, very, very interesting times at the club. Turmoil. We do have the Greek national team coming up. These are basically meaningless games because we've already clinched the group, but at least there's something positive. It's so weird. It's so weird saying that. I, I mean, this time last year, we all were were kind of happy when – well, we were unhappy when the national team would play because it meant we didn't get to watch Libyakos, and Libyakos was doing better than the national team. But now, who knows? I mean, it's, uh, it, it's tough times. It's tough times. There's, there's a lot of decisions that I would not want to be a part of. They're, they're very tough decisions, and a lot of – these are very difficult decisions. But I think we all can agree on a few things, and the club has to – has to has to has to has to be open and and communicate in some way shape or form we'll see what happens guys look we're gonna be here we're gonna keep covering stuff um uh we i will be better about getting your comments in the future uh you know uh was talking with talking to the guests uh you guys brought some things in and and there's more and more comments that uh roll in with every one of these shows i try to do my best to uh catch all of them a uh, couple of quick questions I'll touch on here. TF91, any shows during the break? Yeah, I mean, we always cover the national team. So we're going to talk to the net. We're talking about national team. Even when the World Cup's going on, we'll be covering the World Cup. That's probably when I'll pick up Better's Corner as well. Uh, thank you, Mano, so much. Uh, yeah, buddy, sometimes it's hard. Sometimes you don't want to do a live after a game like this. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm not saying that, Nauti. Nauti coming in. So you're saying life wasn't so bad under Martins. Uh Last season was tough too because last season was just miserable. But we knew the club was sticking with them, so there was just no end to the misery. Context is everything. And the context with this was we should have gotten rid of Martins at the end of last season because the football wasn't getting better. And the even during preseason, the patterns we talked about how bad things gotten, it should have been a new project. And that's okay. Cycle, guys, cycles end. No, nothing, nothing lasts forever. Martins, for whatever reason, got stuck in himself. But it, that, that doesn't take away from what he did at this club. The problem isn't, wasn't necessarily Martins. The problem is that the club didn't pick up from that. We never built on from that. We got settled. We didn't look forward as, as a club. And it bit us. There's clear, there clearly hasn't been a plan. There's crazy transfers coming in. The, the all sorts of backroom issues, things that need to be addressed that were never addressed. And these are the problems. Let's hope that the international break is good for us. We get a coach in immediately. We get a new, a new technical director or somebody to work with the coach immediately. And let's hope things will pick up. It's going to be a long season. Maybe we can salvage something out of Europe. I'm not. Very least at this point. When the new club, when the new coach comes in, the, the club has to say to the fans, guys, this season is wash. Be honest. Be forward with the fans. Just say, Europe probably isn't anything happened, but we have to win the league or we have to come in second. We have to get one of those Champions League spots. That's what we're doing. And then by wintertime, if you're not if they're not ready to clear out the, the roster, gotta gotta get rid of figure out how to get rid of players in the winter this roster has to come down this is not sustainable
So some people were talking about being worried the club's going going bankrupt. No, the club's not going to go bankrupt. Is it going to be in a dicey financial situation if this doesn't fix itself? Yes. Mighty Nike's already had to dump $10 million to balance the books for FFP. But we have to worry about building a team. If we build a proper team, if we fix this, it everything gets fixed, finances including. Thank you guys so much for listening, especially for those of you that made it this far. We're here with you. We always say Gates International is here with you guys, the good and the bad, here to talk, let you guys vent, get all of your opinions. This is a channel for the fans, by the fans, for the fans. Everything we do is for the fans. We're not paid media. We're fans. And that's why we do this, because we love this club. Real quick, if you haven't done so already, don't forget to like and subscribe, guys. Hit the bell if you want to be wrong about the future deep dives that are coming. The deep dive season is done. It's over. One more deep dive coming. Then we wait till winter to see if more moves are made. Hopefully not. And then don't forget the giveaway, guys. You have until October 1st if you haven't done it already. If you don't follow us on socials, follow us on Instagram, tag two of your friends, and then follow us on YouTube. And you'll be entered to win the Marcelo jersey. There's more giveaways coming also, guys. We're going to keep up with this. And like I said, you have until October 1st. October 2nd, we announce the winner. So we will announce the winner. I believe we're going to do it on one of our live shows. So you'll see the winner then. You'll find out who was the lucky winner of that jersey. And there's more giveaways coming. So thanks again, guys. This is Gate 7 International. To the Greek international team, uh, or the Greek national team, rather, to the international break. Let's hope that something happens and a fire is lit under this club's ass when we get back. But until then, we'll see you guys next time. Oh,